It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. My name is Sarah Connor. I hunt Terminators. El productor James Cameron regresa. I'm going to help you. The Tim Miller, el director de Deadpool. We don't win this one. It's all over. Terminator Dark Fate. Clasificada R. En cines el primero de noviembre. everybody this is Stan Wangland and I am so glad to be with you today and uh, you know I'm feeling pretty good and I have not been feeling good for several months and it's one of the reasons that people under the steers the past couple of weeks has not had its regular uh, number of shows coming out not because of Paul James Caden or PJ as his friends like to call him PJ. I want you to write into to Paul now. It's not his fault. I know a lot of you who like me better than Paul have been blaming him. And I, I want to say that uh, Paul is a good man and I'm a good man and I don't want him to suffer for that. So uh, with without any further ado, I'd like to introduce a wonderful man, a good man, a humble man, a man who's obsessed with the devil at all times. <laughs> Paul James Caden, PJ, Paul, <laughs> are you out there? I am, you know, and the devil's responsible for everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's certainly been kicking my ass since before. <laughs> you know, I, I, we have to play sympathy for the devil one day by the Rolling Stones just to get him off my ass, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, you know. I, th I think this area that we live in is possessed. <laughs> it must be. It must be, man. I, I think I better go back with you to Ulster County. I used to live there as well. You know, it'd be, you know, for those folks who don't know where Paul and I live, uh, for the past, for me, since 1983, I've been living in Binghamton, New York, and Endwell. And uh, it's the home of IBM, actually, and Anatech and a bunch of other industries. So uh, I'm sure it's, um, forget about aliens landing and abducting you. There's probably every bad chemical <laughs> that was ever invented has been let loose, dumped into the atmosphere, put into the groundwater or whatever. And uh, guys my age, I guess, are you know certainly paying the price for that. So there you go, it'll be another show. Are we being poisoned? 
the people under the stairs. You know? So, Paul, do you mind if I introduce, since I've been so damn silly, here, <laughs> I'm, I'm giddy. I feel like Scrooge when he wakes up on Christmas morning. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling better, and uh, I'm sorry. We'll have to tell the producer again. I don't mean to waste a few minutes of the show, but God damn it, I'm going to do it today. <laughs> I, I can't get spooky today. And we have a spooky topic that I, that I um, uh, brought up to Paul that I saw. I, I, this is a spooky one, for real. But I, I can't get spooky on it with my voice. Paul will be spooky for me. But it has to do with, you know, what's the story with uh, illegal organ harvesting? You know, there's a great um, there's a great uh, podcast called Things They Don't Want You to Know About. And I want to throw a shout out to them. They have a shitload of good shows on there, very interesting things. And I was uh, listening to one of their shows, and then I saw this one out that talked about you know, illegal organ harvesting. And it got me interested because uh, I've been having a lot of problems with my kidneys and I was thinking about maybe buying a new one. (laughs) No, I'm kidding with you. But it was fascinating. And I started looking into it and I said, Jesus, you know, it's like one of these pictures from Hostel that you would see these horror pictures um, or the uh, one with Mel Gibson where he's in a Mexican jail and they're, they're harvesting organs from kids in there and people. And man, this is like a serious problem. Uh, you know, organ harvesting. And uh, a lot of stuff out there that uh, this is one of definitely several shows. Paul, what do you know about illegal uh, organ harvesting? You know, what's your feelings on that? Or what have you heard? You know, you may not be an expert on it, but uh, what have you heard about it? Clearly, it's demonic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clearly. This this is a going joke, Stan will call my wife after a show and go, he had to talk about the devil, which is just a joke. And, yes. and she, believes, she believes him half the time. <laughs> she believes me almost all the time. <laughs> she'll, she'll ask me, did, did you? I was like, no. <laughs> but anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, as you said, I'm certainly not an expert on it. I, I know it's something that's been, uh, that's been going on for uh, a long time, and it's it's certainly finding uh, some footing in the in the modern day and age. I think it was uh, what was it Japan or China that's really into this whole uh, organ harvesting thing now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the, there's probably uh, several different reasons why why this would happen. And of course, you have the black market where there's just people that want to. Uh, make money any way they can. So they're going to harvest organs from tourists and, and all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you've been doing a little research on it over there. So what's, what's, what's the new skinny on it? Well, tell I'll us, tell you the, tell the us the what truth. we don't know. Yeah. What we don't know is uh, t- to be very honest with you, what we probably don't know is a, f- a friggin' boatload uh, of things. Uh, one of the things is, uh, you know, uh, or, organ harvesting is, is actually getting a hold of people while they're alive. Mm-hmm. This is organ donations, uh, getting a hold of people while they're alive and getting them to sell an organ. You know, and I, I guess the, the, the most common ones, uh, I, I don't know how many you can sell of, of organs or things that you have a couple of. And I know your kidneys are the chief ones. And uh, because renal disease is so prevalent and it's tied into so many other things like diabetes and heart conditions or whatever. But uh, it was so pervasive and so bad that I actually have um, uh, a document in 2004 by the World Health Organization. And it's another one of these cases of uh, it it is done between the haves and the have-nots. And the places where people have the highest likelihood of, of actually purchasing the uh, illegally har- harvested organs are China, uh, the Middle East, some places in the United States, and I'll go back and, and, and find a few others. But it's basically where you have very affluent, uh, you know, very wealthy people. 
And China has the, the, believe it or not, the highest number of billionaires in the world right now. And the Middle East, you know, with all the sheikhs and things like that and all the oil rich people, they have these incredible uh, amounts of money. So, uh, you know, they have access to these harvested, you know, organs while people are living crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the countries that do this, that have been listed are places, uh, you know, like people in China, uh, you know, they, they will, you know, uh, harvest kidneys and things like that or other things where they'll grab these people and kill them or execute them and take out their organs while they're alive, you know, not while they're dead. The Philippines, other places that they mentioned, uh, you know, to get these things, wherever there's poverty. And I was looking up, uh, you know, information that says in the worst case scenarios, it involves kidnapping for the purpose of organ, organ harvesting. And I guess, you know, I don't like those kind of movies, but uh, I didn't like those hostile movies. You know, that's H-O-S-T-E-L. Uh, that became very popular. And they have an awful lot of these ones on Netflix where, you know, people go to a country and then they get caught and they're, you know, they're, they're harvesting their organs. Uh, this is like this is what it's based on. Where you kidnap people, they, they take out their organs, and it's tied into human trafficking as well. So children get sold into slavery. They have a life of sexual, sexual abuse. And after they're done, abusing them or to, you know, when the, they made as much money with that, they'll take out their organs. So there's a black market for hearts, lungs, livers, but the kidneys are the most sought out, sought out after all. Can you imagine? It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Is that wild or what? <laughs> well, it, it doesn't surprise me, and it, it kind of harkens me back to uh, the show we did about the uh, the DNA tests. You know, sending your DNA into these places that will tell you your ancestry. <clears throat> Absolutely. And we, and we were talking about how they might be starting a, a DNA bank, you know, that eventually somebody could come along and say, well, you know, Mr. So-and-so, who's uh, very affluent and has a lot of money, needs mm -hmm. a kidney. Well, look, here, Stan is a uh, perfect match for him. Uh, and Stan meets with an, an untimely accident, goes among the missing. You know, I, I don't doubt things like that. And that's that's the big problem with this is that you always have the rich, the affluent uh, these people who look to want to preserve their own life at, at the cost, you know, the have at the cost of the have nots. Yeah. And, you know, it, to me, it just runs neck and neck with all that stuff we talked about with the. Uh, the Ancestry dot com and the, the, the DNA banks. Mm -hmm. The, the AI and everything that they want to try to, you know, splice into human beings to make them better, faster, stronger, live forever. And in the interim, you know, I, I think that they do have, you know, organ harvesting definitely has a role in all of this. Mm -hmm. It's 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 the the same trick, uh, you know, by the by the same uh, the same dogs, you know, looking mm -hmm. to preserve themselves while everybody else is the. As we said before, the, the worker bees, the slave class, those who don't matter because they're not one of us, mm -hmm. you know, that is kind of a, a scary thing to, to think about. And I think that that is definitely a tie in with all of this. Mm -hmm. And I, I almost suspect with the, the, organ, the organ harvesting, I would suspect over the next five, 10 years, maybe less it may even get worse at the rate that we're going as a society and the way people are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, particularly with the obsession uh, with people living longer 
And um, you know, you see this, and in, in industrialized uh, countries, uh, you know, countries like our own, where you, you have to think of um, the shows that we've done, and it's not trying to sound like a socialist or a communist or somebody who's anti-capitalist. Uh, not at all. Responsible capitalism is not the the abuse of capitalism that you see right now, or the abuse of money. This income disparity issue. Uh, that's out there where you have the Jeff Bezos of the world and the Walmarts of the world and the, you know, the Costco's of the world and these kinds of companies where you have, you know, 1% of the population having 70% of the wealth or more is crazy. So it creates this cast of people. Like when we talked about the space travel show. Yes. You know, so a problem happens. I mean, they're planning all. And this is not conspiracy theory. man. this is as plain as the nose on your face. If you and I were military analysts and this was World War Two and we were trying to figure out what the enemy was doing. Right. This shit is as plain as the nose on your face. We'd say, oh, you know, uh, I think uh, these guys in this country uh, think they're going to be defeated. And somebody would say, why? I'd say because it looks like they're mapping out all these escape routes. Right. They've got all these uh, lifeboats around. If they're, if they're thinking they're going to be winning, you know, the, the war, they're not going to be having all these escape pods. Uh, so, you know, what are they building all these arcs of money and in outer space? And, uh, you know, if the lifetime is projected to go up to 100, 120 years, well, these people don't want to be sick with their kidneys. I mean, when, I'm, when I've been telling the audience here, as you know, Paul, because, you know, we're uh, close and we see each other all the time. Uh, have I been really sick with this stuff with my kidneys and everything else, or has it been like a joke? No, no it's miserable. been a real deal. Yeah, it's miserable. Now, that's just in a painful thing, and, and I didn't want my kidneys to blow out. As a matter of fact, like my friends are deteriorating now for a similar condition. But what if I was very rich and had this? Or in case you guys don't understand, when you have a heart problem or diabetes or whatever— one of the things when you go to your cardiologist is the, the big thing is they say, are you in renal failure? Do you have end stage renal disease? One, two, three, and four stages, because it's common practice. I had a procedure yesterday at the hospital to get uh, some um, radioactive dye shot through my body, and I hadn't had a blood test within 30 days. And I said, why do we have to delay the test? They said, because we don't want to blow your kidneys out. They're uh, that sensitive because wow. of what's going on. Yeah, I'm being serious, Paul. So think of this if I was a multimillionaire. And, uh, you know, the, the point being is that two of the medications I take for my heart also damage my kidney. So I have to choose. Do I want my heart to beat and my kidneys to be so-so? Or do I want my kidneys to be wonderful and my heart to stop beating? See where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah, if I take these medications uh, and they blow out my kidneys, no problem. I just get some new kidneys, right? And my heart's fine. So that's what people with money are doing. But you and I, uh, they're looking to say, hey, man, that's a pre-existing condition. Fuck you. So, and and you, know what, you know what all this brings to mind, too, when, when you think about all this ar organ harvesting and all, all that crazy crap that the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the well-to-do do. Mm -hmm. uh, look at the guy, and I don't remember his name. You you probably know this. The guy that was just uh, indicted that all the uh, celebrities were hobnobbing with and how all he was doing the human trafficking and having Jeff, sex with hungry women and children. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. The guy's in the news today. Yes, yes, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein. There. Yes. You know, the, the, these people with money, I, I mean, most of us look at them, and it's, it's a sad commentary that most people in this day and age look at these people in government and with all the money, and, and they, they feel that they almost look at them like they are, like demigods. They're going to have all the answers. They're going to fix everything. Just vote for the right party, the right guy, you know, and you don't know what these people are into. I mean, here they are, you know, that they are, you know, trafficking human beings, underage girls and children harvesting organs there there's there's no there seems to be no cap on what these dunderheads with all the money at their disposal thinks that they can't do and and that's that's very sad but it's also very scary i wish people would listen to my show from two days ago on just thinking uh, i'm sorry i was actually going to bring this up uh what you brought up with jeffrey epstein 
And uh, in case people are not aware of it in the show, and we're not getting into political things, these are how these things like harvesting comes about and how it becomes important to the people under the stairs, because this is not normal behavior, uh, but it's the way the world operates. Uh, the rich can, can get away, as Paul is saying, with absolute impunity on things and get sweetheart deals that you and I would have the books thrown at us. We'd be put in jail for life or 10 lifetimes in a day. This guy doing the human trafficking, forget about it. You had Bill Clinton was having women come to the governor's mansion in Arkansas. He had the thing with uh, Monica Lewinsky. If you live in New York like I do, Elliot Spitzer was using hookers all over the place. Republican yep. politicians and wealthy people like that are, you know, making advances to little boys under the stalls and, in, in, uh, you know, in, in, in airports. And then you have, uh, for those of you who follow sports, you have Robert Kraft from the, uh, the New England Patriots. Everybody knows him, right? You know, the Super Bowl champs. He's like mm -hmm. the father to Tom Brady. What did he just get bagged for? He got bagged in Florida, you know, getting his happy ending, uh, happy ending massages, supposedly, with, uh, you know, people from the Philippines, you know, uh, other Asian countries, uh, other, you know, sex trafficked individuals. And uh, what did he get? A little slap on the wrist like this other guy, Epstein, got. This guy, Epstein, was, he got convicted of, of, re of, of you know, of rape of these uh, people. And he, he got 18 months. Two years, excuse me, in jail, yeah. down to 18 months in the county jail. And six days a week, he got picked up by his valet to work outside of the program. All he did was sleep in the county jail. Mm -hmm. Now, that's like fucking watching uh, Otis the Drunk in Mayberry, right? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's one hand washes the other. And, and the yeah. system, unfortunately, so corrupt that. It's almost like going before your best buddies to, to give you a prison sentence. They're not going to. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it's almost like a show. OK, we'll give you two years and you can just go spend the night there. It, yes. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yes. And, and you know, this is, um, you know, um, there's uh, many of us who've done shows on why there should not be prisons for profit. And this ties into this because, you know, you are you or I, I could I could if your kidney match mine, I can give you a kidney legally. Because that's the medical practice and the World Health Organization and, and the bioethics of countries, uh, you know, allow you to to donate. Live organs. Could be a son, a daughter, a friend or just somebody of your choice, but selling them is illegal. <clears throat> harvesting them from you uh, is not. And uh, Parliament, in uh, many practice, you know, in the uh, United Kingdom and in other places, you know, the governments have had events where they talk about the organ har harvesting in China, where the transplantation uh, and removal of organs is done on prisoners. And it's supposedly based on prisoners that are going to be executed. But all of a sudden, mysteriously, the bodies disappear. Nobody can find them. And this is what the multitude of other countries from these impoverished na nations have said. Oh, oh, this guy was a prisoner uh, or this guy was killed in this particular thing in prison or this happened, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, they're doing these kinds of things. And people know that these are political prisoners or these are people who they just shag and they say they don't know anybody. They don't have anybody. And we're just going to make money by harvesting organs from, from them. And, uh, you know, what can they do? There's there's student uh, there shows all over the place. Uh, there's one on YouTube from BBC News for those people interested. Undercover videos of human organ trainers done by the BBC traders from the BBC. There's forced organ harvesting in China. Eyewitness testimonies. There's uh, harvested alive. Uh, Ten years of investigation of forced uh, organ harvesting. And uh, Bioethics Net, which talks about uh, the legal practices of, of uh, you know, medicine and everything else like that, uh, you know, has an article in February 2019 on organ transplantation, uh, you know, practices and where it's not being done uh, appropriately. And, you know, all kinds of major news groups like The Times, The Washington Post, Psychology Today, uh, Forbes. They have all kinds of stuff, uh, you know, on organ harvesting for profit. As a matter of fact, uh, Psychology Today had one they called Body Snatchers. 
organ harvesting for profit. Impoverished villagers may sell an organ for several hundred dollars, and they can and and then they they sell this for a couple hundred bucks. Fucking organ, pardon my language, folks. It's it's crazy, and then uh, it's resold for two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars. Wild stuff. And so, and then you have and then you have to think, you know, what kind of a mind? I mean, never mind the the affluent people who pay the money to get somebody's kidney or their heart or whatever they need. Mm-hmm. But now what, now what about the people that are going out there and kidnapping and, and harvesting organs from total strangers, people they don't even know selling mm-hmm. a organ for just a couple hundred dollars. What, what yes. kind of mentality, what kind of low moral compass do these kind of people have? I mean, I mean, if you want to, if you want to call the devil on the mix, man, I mean, that, that is just evil. You know, you, you have to be so yes. dark, evil and have no conscience whatsoever about anything to do that to another human being. Yes. Yes. You know, it's very funny on the articles that I've seen. It has lots of questions and it says that, that you just touched on one of them. What fuels the organ trade? And it's the shortage of organs for, for transplantation. Because the demand for organs, you know, it outstrips the supply. And, uh, you know, we have very successful ways to do that. Uh, So when you can't obtain an organ at home where somebody will do this within the legal grounds of nobody stopping you from donating an organ or donating an organ after death. It's just that uh, other countries feel it's just really, really morally wrong. And they know the abuses that are going to happen where you can buy an organ, have it transplanted from poor countries, where organ brokers lure poor people, uneducated individuals, into selling their kidneys through, you know, all these, uh, these uh, you know, promises of, of things that are good. Just like this guy Jeffrey Epstein did with these young girls. And somebody brought up the fact that they tried to label the, the young girls, you know, 12, 13, 14 as prostitutes. You can't. They're not of age. They're not prostitutes. They're victims. Yeah. You know, somebody says, hey, you come there, you give the guy a massage, he's going to make you, you know, give you a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. Same. It's the same carny game. It's the same three card Monty, you know, whether it's sex trafficking or organ kind of things. It's terrible stuff. Look at the countries, too, Paul. You know, you, you know, you, you we were doing a show where you were asking me a question. You were saying, what about a great country like China with all the great uh, wisdom it's had and all the great religions in it? How could this get involved with this? Look at the countries that we're talking about here since the 1980s when organ transplants became uh, really possible. India, it originated in, in India because they have a massive population. You know, people are really devalued uh, in many ways there. In the following years, India's arch rival and neighbor, Pakistan, right? Another overpopulated place. My daughter-in-law, my grandchildren are from the Philippines. The Philippines, very much like a third world country in many parts of it. Extreme poverty, extreme poverty. If somebody has two kidneys and you said, I can give you $10,000 for it, $10,000 is a lot of jing-jing in the Philippines today. You'd be surprised if you send some money to uh, my wife's family, to to people who may need something. A a few hundred dollars, uh, people can have a, you'd say, how can... How can they get all that for a few hundred dollars? They can. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. Egypt. And look at the last one, Paul. China. And then it has a parenthesis where the organs were alleged to have come from executed prisoners. And these places became the hubs of these transplants. And also countries like 
Turkey, South Africa, and other places. You know? And who gets these? I mentioned them before. Rich people in East Asia, Japan and Taiwan, rich countries in the Middle East like Saudi Arabia and Israel, as well as the United States and Western Europe. Not a good thing, huh? No, not at all. You know? What do you, you think? Know. I'm sorry, Paul. Go ahead. Um, I know what you're going to ask. No, I was going to say there's a there's an argument for this because it's one of the, the, the things, the, one of the original premises of the people under the stairs. When we talk about things that are not normal or bizarre or creepy, and this is creepy and scary because everything that you've seen in a horror movie is for real. It's based on what really there's nothing in that movie hostile that happens that isn't happening in the world right now. And that scared the shit out of me when I uh, looked at this. But you have libertarians, you know, people say, oh, everything's okay. You know, man, you know, uh, you know, if people want to do something, they can do it. Libertarians argue that the legal organ sales are an expression of individual liberty that would allow many patients to regain their health while financially benefiting low income individuals. What do you think about that? (laughs) Well, I'm laughing. So that's (laughs) that tells you what I think of that. You know, I have to. uh, You know, I've been sitting here biting my tongue because we we do a show and. We'll say, well, you know, we're we're going to try not to bring a, a spiritual element in, into no, it. No, go ahead, bring it up. But but you know, as I say in New York, New York City, uh, too bad, pal. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but uh, you know that that that's just me. You know, I I'm always thinking, mostly ninety five percent of the time in 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 these spiritual contexts when I look at the world, and you know, in doing that, most things prove out to be true. Uh, when you're this deep down the the, the rabbit hole, uh, as I have been over the years. Mm-hmm. And when we look at this sort of thing, the first thing that comes to my mind is this is what happens to the world. This is what happens to societies when you take morality or positive spiritual belief and it becomes too secular, secularized. You know, people start running amok and, and we're seeing a lot of things like, you know, organ harvesting and like, look how it's, it's making this resurgence along with a lot of other things, you know, human trafficking, <laughs> you know, trafficking children, having, you know, illegal sex with them, you know, all these things making a, a huge comeback. Because it's it's no holds barred, you're, you're not responsible to anything or anyone except yourself, your money your own your own organs your own body and your dick you know yeah you you don't give a rat's flying fucking ass about anything or anybody else just what what you want when you want when you want it mm-hmm. and that creates that creates a lot of this problem because mm-hmm. nobody's thinking, nobody's thinking outside the box what if that's what that's if a- that's a very excellent point that you made. And uh, articles in the Washington Post by people who did this, a lot of research on this uh, recently said uh, organ transplanting, due to the complexity of it, you know, you need all the medical stuff, the transportation stuff. You have to have a hospital, donors, physicians. It, it takes a lot. So this is hard stuff to cover up, right? It says there's a question here, and you've touched on it. I love doing a show like this that's like a public service and also something that's deeply philosophical. And it's also scary. It has the element of the people under the stairs. The question is, why then isn't the organ trade eliminated? You and I obviously don't think it's a great idea to do it like this. And no, I don't think it's a good idea like that. And I want to live healthy and would want to live as much as I want, but I wouldn't want to, I'm being serious. I wouldn't want to harvest, I wouldn't somebody, wouldn't want somebody's, an organ from somebody where it was taken from them like that. I, that's not, I shouldn't be alive if that's the case. You know what I'm trying to say? That's, that's not the way it should be. And, uh, you know, nobody gets out alive anyway, and that's not the way to live your life. Uh, you can't do things like that. Otherwise you're like a wild animal. Uh, but when it says, why then isn't the organ trade eliminated? Uh, it says the problem is a lack of willingness to enforce the law. And, uh, all the research shows that while a legal prohibition may exist, Governments really don't make a lot of effort to stop the trade because there's something in it for them. 
It says, oh, well, sure. Yeah, it says, well, the notion of buying sex, prostitution meets, you know, big disapproval. You know, and that's only on the surface for posturing. You know, nobody really cares about uh, these kids being trafficked and people abusing women and things like that or other people. I mean, people do care, but powerful people, they think that's their right in many ways. It says many people accept the buying of kidneys as a legitimate solution for the shortage of organ transplantation. You know, and it says that governments uh, consider organ trade participants as offenders. Uh, But, you know, the the physicians who are respectable don't look like shady criminals. And patients fighting for their lives have the authorities' sympathy. So when it goes to cracking down on the organ trade, uh, you know, do they want to condemn somebody to a life of dialysis uh, and all, all, you know, a very painful treatment that's also very costly, uh, you know, or death? They don't want to do it. And they say, hey, look, if we get these people and they'll do it, fine, 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 fine. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And, you know, when you say that, it, it makes me think, you know, going back to that point, taking away that that spiritual and moral element, you know, you, you could give me all the money in the world. And if I'm sick, if my kidneys are blowing out, if my heart is bad and there's no match, there's nothing around me and somebody were to come to me and say, hey, you know, there's no match, but we know this guy lives here. You know, he's got a family, but, you know, we can we can pick him up. Uh, we can kidnap this guy. We can get his kidneys. You know, it, it only cost you, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand or whatever. I I would rather die myself than do that to somebody else. And oh, why? It's it's not putting me on a pedestal or myself on a pedestal. Yeah. It's it's because I'm not afraid to die. Yeah, I believe that the you know I'm. convinced that there's something beyond all this and I'm not afraid to die. Mm -hmm. And so when you have all these people scrambling for somebody else's organs or whatever else they want to get from them and they'll pay any amount of money because they have that money. It's just that there's obviously something they they feel they got to, again, do whatever they have to do to whoever they want to do it to so they can live just a little bit longer in this world. It's, it's that precious to them. It's they're that afraid to glimpse what might be, or if there's nothing after mm-hmm. all of it, it's a fear of death, preserve my own ass at the cost of anything and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, to me, it would be a non-issue. Yeah. I'll die with my diseased organs. I'm not going to take it from, Joe Smith down the road or over in, uh, you know, whatever town or country, you know, no, leave the guy alone. I'm not going to do that to somebody just the same. If I weren't married, I was single, I was young, you know, and I'm, I'm pumped up looking for some action and somebody comes along and says, Hey, you know, for five bucks, we can bring you this nice 12 year old girl. Hell no. <laughs> you know? No, you can't do things like that. No, because because you're thinking with the with the right head and, and instead of the wrong head, as they used to say, mm-hmm. you have a little bit of morality to say, no, I'm not going to do that to another human being, particularly a kid. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have your ass arrested along with your buddies that have the 12 year old girl, if at all possible, mm-hmm. you know. So it puts a very different spin on life from the selfish, the greedy, the, the illegal the greasing the palms of one another, you know, letting mm-hmm. this happen because there's something in it for the politician. Mm-hmm. And then actually just living a life that's more balanced because there is an element of just something more. And that's, that's all I'll say about it. Yeah. Well, you're t- actually talking about people who have a conscience where you have, th- those are your values. Those are your morals. That's the idea of being civilized. If this was a psychology class I was doing, you know, or Sigmund Freud would call that the id, the ego, and the superego. The superego would be, you know, your morals, your values, the things that you learn from your parents, your society, your culture, and things. You know, if we were in the 12th century England, and we were soldiers, uh, you know, um, you know, of the English king, and we were fighting the people in France, and we won the battle in the city, nobody would think anything about you going in and raping a 12-year-old girl or an 11-year-old girl or 
taking uh taking a mace and smashing the head of a baby in or the mother or that's just history yeah you think it wrong if you uh, took a little boy i'm sorry if this offends anybody on the show it's called pederasty if you're a pedophile that was very popular during the ages of you know in greece and rome and and all those things. That was a, actually a very desirable kind of behavior. I would tell this to my students in the school. Like, ooh, ooh. I'd say, hey, man, these things are culturally defined. <laughs> yeah. They're defined by your morals, your, you know, by your values, by religious and cultural systems and laws and things. To, to us in the 21st century, they should be abhorrent. Just like we wouldn't think of uh, condemning anybody and, you know, condemn them to the state or, or draw them or quarter them, right? We don't do things like that. So we don't do, you know, we don't do these other things, uh, you know, to but people. Have, and, 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 and people don't, people don't realize, too, you know, there, there's some uh, more liberal-minded people that just, as you said, they would look at it and say, well, look, the ancient Greece, you know, Greeks did this, uh, the Romans did this, you know, so... Why not us? It's it's natural. That's exactly what people say. Yes, that's exactly what people say. They don't re- they don't realize that a lot of these things too came came out of their their pagan spiritual beliefs. I mean, if you look at the Romans, they had a day. Uh, I think it was near or on our modern day Christmas. It was called uh, Censor Censoria or Censor some weird name like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's Santeria Santiora or something like this, mm-hmm. and it was almost like the movie The Purge. A- anything went. You know, there were mass orgies. Mm-hmm. There were all a crazy shit going on in the streets. You you could grab anybody, anything that you wanted, and have sex with them. There there was no mm-hmm. during that celebration uh, in honor of that pagan god or goddess. That there there was no. There was no consequence by the law, you know. So, mm-hmm. people, again, pe- people don't realize where these things came from. From you know, again, their their religion, their spiritual belief that allowed them to do this. Yeah, they're also they're also coming from the very primal parts of our uh, personality of, of of our the primes the primal parts of us as human beings. There's a, a, a you know a ton. Of human behavior that has nothing more to do than is nothing. It's not concerned with anything else other than survival and reproduction. You know, and and, I, uh, yep, and killing people uh, is is not a problem. You know, I, th- a, I think I think that's why there's such uh, you know a buck against uh, such religious systems as Christianity because it came along and said, hey, you know, these things aren't right. All life is sacred. You know, this is not morally correct or permissible. And and I think people don't like that because they want they want that. Hey, whatever we want to do, we want to do. We don't want anybody or a God or a philosophy or Jesus or whoever telling us that we can't. They'd they'd rather give in to that primal instinct. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it, it really is true. Anybody who thinks that human beings don't have instinctual or reflexive behaviors, then you better st- you better think again, because that's the science of ethology, and uh, human beings, uh, you know, have an element of that to be sure, uh, like fight or flight reflexes and things like that. You do those things automatically. You have the same biological mechanism that human beings had thirty thousand years ago. It hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed is your conscious awareness and choice of how you choose to act, what you feel comfortable with, you know, uh, you know, that, that's what mediates all those violent behavior, you know, behaviors, the primitive savage in you, you know, and me, that's the part. That's why when you see when that's turned loose in somebody, uh, you, you know, they can do incredibly violent things. And afterwards, they're all upset and they have post-traumatic stress syndrome or something. What it really is, it's a dissonance. It's a dissonance between the way that you can easily act on a biological basis versus how you are trained to react on an intellectual and moral basis. You right. Know, they, they, they don't melt. There's a dissonance because you've been trained, you know, you have this tremendous capacity for violence and sexuality that has nothing to do with caring about anybody else or their feelings or anything else. It's just meeting your own needs. That's how nature operates. It's cold. It's dispassionate. It doesn't give a shit about any of that. But civilization adds a different piece to it. And not going too deep in the weeds. It's a great conversation. These poor countries with rich people over them 
the rich people are just, they're into denial. They're into rationalization. They're into just not caring and saying, hey, man, there's millions of these assholes. And I'm actually doing something good for them. And it's just one of me. I'm the I'm the important one, you know, kind of like when um, the white man and, uh, you know, in history uh, justified slavery over people with colors. Remember, you remember that in Africa, the white man's burden? Yep. That's what it's called. White man's. What kind of crazy shit is that? People would justify <laughs> all the terrible things that they would do to the people, you know, in slavery as the white man's burden. And whether it was an African or somebody from Asia or somebody who, I mean, that's just crazy stuff. And organ harvesting has a lot of similarities with that. You know, we've gone way over time, but it's been a great show, man. Uh, A lot of uh, fascinating things. You you know, you you can take this concept and it it tells you a lot about uh, human beings in the 21st century. It tells you a lot about where we came from as human beings, where we were where we're heading, where we're at now. And a lot of it isn't good, man. No, it's, it's definitely not. A lot, of like wrong road, a lot of wrong roads we're heading down. Yeah, I'll tell you, I love to be a positive guy. I am. I'm very positive and very grateful for things in the world. But, man, we, we've got to take a step back. Um, I was telling Paul, and I hope you guys will listen to a show. i got to give a plug that I'm going to do. It's going to, it's going to be called People of Earth, Pay Attention. And it has nothing to do with aliens. The premise is going to be, what if we actually saw aliens, what if we actually, aliens, uh, like in some of these science fiction movies, we're here right now and whatever. Man, all this disharmony amongst us would certainly drop to the side. You wouldn't be worried about who was black, white, yellow, or what their social caste was if you had somebody from another planet, uh, you know, going to take over the Earth. Uh, and you've seen that a million times in a science fiction picture, and there's a, there's a lot of validity to it in uh, real life situations. But that's for my show. Paul, do you have anything that you want to plug on the show, or any final thoughts on this topic? Yes, after I swallow that quick cookie that I just popped in my mouth, <laughs> I heard, heard that, and I hope the people listening to this show, you were so spooky today. And, and, and I heard that wrapping paper or some kind of bullshit in the background. <laughs> I know I did that. I was eating the cookie. Was getting a but, cookie. Well, what's it's, your? It's a mint fudge. I couldn't resist. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. You're the Jeffrey Epstein of cookies, man. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. Uh, no, I, I just have uh, an interesting show coming out on Friday on 11.59. I, I was telling you about it earlier, mm-hmm. drawing some parallels between some of the things that people did in the past or things you read about even in like biblical stories and how we're kind of mimicking that behavior today. Mm-hmm. Whether stories were true, whether those stories were parables, but yet here we are living in like the reality history repeating itself so to speak and is this a good thing where is it taking us mm-hmm. so that show that show is called and it is a mouthful it's called genetic modification strange chimeras and the nephilim so be on the lookout for that because it's an interesting show i think interesting concept i'll tell you that is a mouthful of cheese right there boy you you weren't what you weren't spitting wild blueberry muffins on that one Man, <laughs> uh, how can people reach you, Paul? Well, again, they can reach me at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. They can look me up on Facebook, Paul James Caden. And also through, I'm on Twitter. I, I think, I don't know what my Twitter name is, though. That's why I never, I never give my Twitter uh, account because I just don't know who I am on there. It's oh there God. on the It's there on the app. I don't know if it's PJ underscore. Caden, or whether it's Caden, I, I have no idea, but people can look. Anyway, that's how they can find me. <laughs> well, this has been a disjointed show. And so I, hope, I hope you had as much fun today as I did. Uh, I was feeling well, number one. It's a very interesting topic. It had some nice series to spin off on. And I hope you guys like the show. And thank you for supporting People Under the Stairs, because I understand in a serious note from my producer, it's a show that a lot of people really love. They look forward to uh, so we'll be uh, back on track. And uh, as I said uh, originally, um, 
please forgive me. I, I have had uh, a little bout of some health issues. And Paul and I are dear friends. We love doing the show together and, you know, not using other people to do the show. But uh, it's our show. So, uh, you know, we always like to bring you a good product that we thought about. Or we're going to, you know, kind of kick it around or chew it live like we would uh, if we were sitting around the living room with you. And uh, I hope you enjoy that. If you uh, want to hear my shows uh, that I do other than the people under the stairs, please listen to Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. And we also have a component on that called Your Daily Awakening. That's a very positive five or six minutes to get into some things. Um, Just Thinking has every kind of issue uh, imaginable that we talk about. It's a great show. Uh, it has a lot of traction. A lot of people are following the show, and thank you very much for that. And if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you know, regarding this show or anything I do uh, or say, uh, you can get a hold of me at swangland. That's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook as Stanley Wangland and on Twitter as S. Wangland. And, uh, again, you have a nice, nice day, and thanks so much for joining us on the show. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.